Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sorry, no, this isn't Vanya. I was just wanting to hear the show. Oh, great. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Kamaria. And uh, as soon as two people log in, talk to starts recording. Uh, I know Vanya is coming uh, shortly. She was uh, maybe going to be a little, a few minutes late today. But thanks for tuning in. My pleasure. Hopefully we'll get started in a few minutes, but since you are here and talk show is recording, I'll just go ahead and do an introduction with you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you might as well not waste any time. So um, Vanya is the founder of Voss and Associates Incorporated. She's a uh, management consultant, an executive coach, an educator and a speaker. And I met her, I'm attending the Accelerate 2021 Global uh, Summit Series, which is a conference for business, um, well, really business leaders all over the world. Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned that Vanya is coming from Canada, um, but this series is for the next uh, two months. It's about four months total. And so they've had great leaders. And I was in a session that Vanya was teaching where she was talking about recalibrating your life. So helping business owners and leaders and entrepreneurs to kind of um, find out their business and what's going on. Oh, and this this is she, so stay tuned. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Can you hear me? Vanya, can you hear me? I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. <laughs> Great. Thanks for tuning in. I was just doing your bio. We have someone on the line. And because Talk Shoe starts recording, I was like, I don't want to waste any time. So let me start going into your bio, <laughs> which I did, and, and how we met. And so I was just talking about um, the conference, and you had this dynamic session about recalibrating your life. But before we get into that. Vanya, pronounce your last name for me. Sacalaris. Sacalaris, I thought so. Well, welcome to the Stroke Diva Fabulous Radio Show. And um, let's start with your business. You are the founder of Voss and Associates. And you work with, I love that you say, you know, grow and change and create. And you do advisory services, leadership development, leadership support, executive coaching. And I love that you are a solution catalyst. I love that. So tell us um, about your company. 
wonderful. Thank you for having me and uh, and for the opportunity to share the wealth and uh, and to um, inspire. So I founded Vassin Associates about five years ago um, after a 25-year um, journey in the healthcare administration space. I say I spent 10 years um, running nursing homes wearing the shoe and then 10 years designing shoe as I moved to a government role and as a policymaker. But as somebody who joined the service industry um, as a career, I realized the higher I grew, the further away I was from people. So I set up a company to really go back to helping people. And for me, the motivator no longer was leadership and titles and, and growth. I wanted to put my energy towards helping um, either current leaders get, uh, stay on their way or emerging leaders get on their way uh, through supporting them through advisory services, through training or through one-to-one -one coaching. And um, I help people either grow, change, or really to reach their optimal potential. So irrespective of the nature of services they're seeking, my goal is the same, positive impact. That is great. And, and so what is a solutions catalyst? I thrive on problems. And I take that approach. My philosophy is every problem is a solution. Some are just harder to find. And so what I do is bring uh, business acumen and an ear to my discussions with my clients, whether it's on a one-to-one, -one, a team or organization or a system level. And I work relentlessly with them to help them help them find their own solutions. And so we, we dance through different perspectives. We look at the art of the possible together, but failure is not an option. We, we're just, they have an accountability partner in the services that I bring. And that's really important, having an accountability partner. We dance <laughs> uh, and, and we create a safe place for dialogue and a safe place for solution finding and a safe place for venting uh, because we know we need to lay it all out to identify, you know, what the bottlenecks are, what the opportunities are, what the risks are, and whether it's building an organizational strategy together or a one-to-one -one leadership strategy. I bring the same approach through my experience and skills to the table and we roll up our sleeves and get it done. Fabulous. And I was mentioning to our guests that had logged in, we met because um, I'm attending the, the Grow Your Biz Accelerate uh, 2021 Global Summit Series, which is lasting for four months uh, because of COVID. Typically, it would be in Canada. But, um, you know, Barbara Mowat, the founder, had to reimagine it and do it virtually. And the sessions have been really, really awesome. And so I'm interviewing a lot of folks that are um, that are from the sessions because they've just been so dynamic. And your session was talking about recalibrating your life. And you had us go through these exercises. And I had never thought about it before. You have, you know, your your personal priorities and kind of like your values. And um, I'm a member at large for Grow Your Biz, and I know you're on one of the advisory boards. So talk to us a little bit about Grow Your Biz how you um, came to, to talk at the conference before we go into what you actually talked about. Um, so what I'll say is I was introduced to Grow Your Biz through one of my uh, Bank of Montreal um, colleagues. And I found out that they have an arm that supports women. It's called BMO for Women. Uh, understanding that there's a lot of opportunities for women entrepreneurs to help support economic development um, across the country. And financial literacy was an area where they felt they could offer some support. And the boards that they put together, um, founded by Barbara, but with some support through BMO, there's now um, over 20 boards across Canada, US, and UK. 
and their sole purpose is to really um, a peer mentoring model. Uh, and it is really an accountability model. You meet monthly uh, with, with a chair and other members to work through business growth issues, scalability issues, and what have you. Um, when I left corporate and started my own small business, what I missed was working with boards. And um, I do have a very small and trusted mm -hmm. advisory board. Uh, I believe one of them may be with us today. Um, but, you know, and, and, and you need valued partners to, to whisper in your ear both the, what you need to hear and what you don't need to hear. And so I was mm -hmm. missing the work with boards. And the Grow Your Biz model fit that my, my need for having a group to kind of a think through things together, uh, celebrate wins with, cry over challenges with. And um, so I joined as a member, but very shortly after joining, I was asked to chair um, I, and I, uh, the Toronto board. And shortly thereafter, they also asked me to, ch to chair the Markham Richmond Hill board, which is just north of Toronto. And this last year, I had the pleasure of, of piloting an incubator board uh, for Grow Your Biz for um, people who are just starting off and don't know where to start. So because of my experience in business development, um, transferring that to new business development in the context of startups is very easy for me. Um, having been a funder um, um, uh, at a provincial level, um, helping people understand what's important in a business plan, what a funder looks for, what structures you need to have in place to be a sustainable business is where I add value to my members. And um, we meet on a monthly basis and really work through challenges together as a solution catalyst in another capacity. So <laughs> it helped me as a member. And now I have the pleasure of helping members. Uh, and I've been a member for a couple of years now. And this conference is another way to really bridge the network that Barbara has built globally. And um, she's mm -hmm. got a number of strategic partners, which through the Grow Your Biz Network, we have access to organizations like Women in Trade and uh, Export Development Canada. And so, you know, it really makes the small world smaller and helps us benefit from the learnings of others who have walked the path ahead of us. Right. Thanks for, for, for talking about that. And so tell us about your, your session on um, helping us recalibrate our life. Why was that important for you to talk about? You know, I, um, I tell the people I coach that you can only be of service to others if you're of service to yourself first. And in my session, mm -hmm. I talk about wearing the oxygen mask. And that's one of my mandras. I feel that oftentimes leaders are, are selfless and giving of themselves and their time and, uh, you know, to their clients, but often at the personal expense. And we're, you know, prior to pandemic, we saw a lot of burnout, especially the sandwich generation leaders, people dealing with caregiving issues, whether it was uh, elderly parents or family or younger children or all of the above, in addition to running a business or, or being a leader. And, um, and you know, wellness is the key to sustainability of a, of a leader who needs to have, be of sound mind and have the energy and the motivation to keep going. And um, my session is really built on the same types of premise of, you know, what I do when I work with organizations on building a strategic plan. I, I engage people to give them permission to just stop and turn it all off and think about themselves for that hour and apply those same principles that we do to strategic planning to look inside and say, where are my gaps? What are my priorities in the next year? Um, where do I start? What are the small action steps? What are the enablers to help me get there? What are the risks I need to be mindful of? What are the values that are going to drive my work? And, uh, and who's going to be my accountability partner to hold my feet to the fire to get this done? We know how to do it, but we don't. And, um, mm -hmm. and my session really is designed to reinforce, you know, the need to do that parallel to organizational plans, parallel to professional development goals. You know, it starts and ends with this leader as self. And, um, and that has been probably one of my most popular 
um, talks that I've been asked to give at corporations, um, both locally and nationally, because you know the the glue is the leader, at the, uh, the person who's at the steering wheel <laughs> and who's driving that car that I referred to. I refer to it as a journey, all as you know, and um, and so that's what really the impetus was, and why I think is such a critical you know reminder and uh, invitation to dance. And Vanya, I mean, can you give us like anywhere from one to five steps? I mean, what's the best way for us um, to kind of recalibrate ourselves? I mean, what is it that we need to know about the self to help us move forward? Well, think about every year how often we have the discussion New Year's Eve. What's your New Year resolution? You know, everybody has a goal. And that's not, that could be a, a logical time to maybe think about introducing this type of thinking. So, you know, if it is that time of year that you're thinking about goals for the year ahead or your birthday or whenever that point in time that, you you know, you start to go into creative thought. Some of, some people do it on vacation um, when they have time to think. So picking starting with the goal, starting with stating intention. Um, what I like to do and what I would encourage people to do is take it from intention to action. So what are the things that you can do this month in support of that goal? What are the things that you can do in the next six months in support of that goal? And if we fast forwarded to a year from now, what would that look like? And so I encourage people to look at what are two or three things you want to focus on this year and, and look at the things that might be important in this thing called life. You know, uh, it could be a health goal. It could be a family and friends goal. It could be a, um, a wealth goal. It could be a, um, you know, fun and recreation. So you pick the category, but at least pick, you know, something that's been nagging at you or you've, that you've abandoned or something that you feel is way out of whack. And so if you do that gap analysis and say, what's really missing uh, and throwing my life out of balance, um, pick one or two from that place fast forward on what better would look like and then commit to what it is you where you can start and take baby steps and just go it starts with the you know million mile journey starts with a single step and just go and you know for me the secret sauce is always telling somebody that you're going to do it and who is going to be your accountability partner and give that person permission to check in on you how's your goal how far have you gotten and say, please, you know, hold me accountable when you talk to me. I want you to weigh in and remind me how many books I've read or how many walks I've had or how often I've, you know, um, you know, visited, uh, you know, a friend or relative that I really haven't visited. So whatever your goal is, but have somebody check in because it's really easy to run away. And we start with good intentions and we abandon very good intentions. And uh, so that that's an approach that I would encourage, you know, um, your uh, your listeners and your community to think about. Yeah, that, I think that's really powerful. And having a partner really does, um, you know, having someone help hold you accountable. Um, because a lot of times, like you say, we'll just kind of go by the wayside and like, well, I tried, but oh, well, <laughs> nobody else knows but me. <laughs> and then how do our how do our values and priorities come into play when we're trying to do this? Well, I say life's all about choice. And, you know, this thing called life is, is like a decision tree. You'll always reach forks in the road as you're going through life. Uh, and a decision to go left or right uh, or to do or not do or to start or to stop um, should be informed by values. And so I, I invite people to think about values as a decision making criteria. And if you're going to make a decision that compromises your values, don't do it. 
I, um, I like to refer to values as our GPS. And um, when you're mm -hmm. making a decision that's not aligned with your values, it's like driving your car when your car is going off kilter, it's telling you, turn around, turn around, turn around. Listen for the signs. The warning signs are there. We ignore them. And so when you're aligned with your values, you most come alive, you feel that resonance and know that what the decision you made, you're, you know, you're on track and you're honoring self. Um, those are things that, you know, as a value-based leader, I like to practice what I preach, but if we don't pay attention to it, we just go into autopilot and we go into cruise control and somebody else's values are leading our actions and our decisions, which need not be the case. And that's so true. And you had us do a couple of exercises. Can you talk about that so people can really kind of hone in on questions that they should be asking themselves and how it relates to values and priorities? Well, there's lots of great tools online that, you know, to do a values, you know, people values mining. And I, I walked through um, a, an exercise uh, with participants based on my coach training. And, you know, there are a number, to, so there's no wrong tool to help you identify values. And so whatever mm -hmm. it is, you know, t find the top five or six or 10 values uh, that kind of re reflect who you are in all aspects of your life. You know, some of mine include honesty and being around dishonest people is just compromises my value. And I just, it's, very, it's too difficult for me to work with people when there's a dishonesty or a lack of trust. And, you know, I'd like to say that, you know, I'm, I'm very purposeful. I don't do unless there's a good purpose to aligned with what I do. And so find a tool, um, whatever it may be, and because it'll help to validate, you know, something that you may know, but you're really not living and find a way to live your values every day. So I'd encourage, you know, readers to start, uh, sorry, um, participants to start there and, and then match the values with the priorities, again, through doing some reflection on what's missing and what's the one or two priorities for the year. You know, it, it sounds daunting, but there's nothing more important than us. And so if we're mm -hmm. unhappy and not satisfied and not motivated, not fulfilled, we're not going to contribute at our best and the people around us are going to lose. And so it's win, win or lose, lose. And so, um, so, you know, again, oxygen on, 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 them, on yourself first. There's a reason why when we used to fly, the stewardess would say, put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can be of service to others. And so, um, you know, taking care of self is imperative. And I think people are just wired to feel guilty for time, turning it off and finding a time to escape. That's recalibration time. And that's essential. And uh, the more time that, that we give to, you know, honoring um, priorities, and it need not be superfluous. It could mean one, you know, one visit a month with a friend, or it could be one walk a week, it could be one book a quarter, but at least start somewhere. And as opposed to letting it be a rolling good intention in the book of good intentions. Wow, that's powerful. And I know when I was doing the exercise, um, I think I was focusing on my health. And um, but one of the, the core values that I noticed in a lot of things I was writing down was also honesty. <laughs> so I'm like, that's really a core value for me because I noticed, you know, I wrote it down quite a few times. So um, thank you for, you know, for doing that exercise. It was really, really eye-opening and, um, and empowering. And, um, and I'll ask, we have a, a, a guest that's in listening. Do you have any questions for Vanya? No, I do not. Okay, well, thank, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And, and Vanya, I know that you have a, a serious uh, 
you 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 are busy, busy, busy. So I don't want to hold you too long. But tell us um what what's what's next for you and for your business. You know, I'm, I'm always looking for ways uh, to help. And so because I'm very oriented on solutions, when I find a problem, I want to jump in. And, you know, my problem is trying to ensure that I'm not jumping into more than I can, uh, more than I can do. But, um, you know, when I started my business, I guess advice I'd have for people starting a business or even managing their life is, you know, phasing your, you know, your approach and giving time for a little bit of each as opposed to none, none for all. Um, I used to use the analogy of do 80% of 20 things versus 20% of 80. And, um, mm. and so, so I really try to honor that. Um, when I started my business, I focused first on the consulting aspect. Um, as I grew that and then sustained it, I moved to the leadership development, which is was teaching and writing case studies for um, the Ivy School of Business. And then I short, the year thereafter, I started my um, my coaching practice or expanded my coaching practice. So every year I'm looking at what am I, what's my growth strategy? I can't grow all three at once. So my priority this year is coaching. I've been, um, the pandemic has surfaced a lot of need for support at the individual level. And um, I'm very focused on helping leaders recalibrate and find their way forward. And I'm targeting my efforts to looking at supporting leaders as they're preparing to go back to work or preparing to support their teams and a return to whatever work will look like and um, going forward. And I'm being asked to support a lot of um, teams uh, because there's a lot of issues that have surfaced as we're all aware um, in this remote style of working. And so a lot of my emphasis in the, you know, in the year ahead will be um, more on that front. On a personal front, I've been expanding my business through offering internships. I have a passion for students, and, I, and every year I bring more students in to work with me, um, um, both for mentoring and to give them, you know, exposure and preparation for um, the real world, and to probably to help share what I would have told 21-year-old self. And um, and so my my work with students has expanded to the U.S. and India, and so I'm looking to expand to more global connections this year. Um, COVID has made this small world smaller and uh, the ability to influence young minds or people who are stuck. Um, that's where I'll continue to focus, you know, my work in the year ahead. Oh, that's fantastic. And what advice do you give to women entrepreneurs during this time of, of COVID? And, and you know, everyone has to, to, to pivot to learn something new, do something new. And we don't know what business is going to look like, you know, the rest of the year or next year. You know, I, I liked, I've always been a glass half full versus a glass half empty person. And I'd say anytime you're finding something that fuels your passion, you can't go wrong. And, and that applies to aspects of our personal life or aspects of our business. So what is it that drew you to the business in the first place? And what aspect of that work can you keep doing? Even though the world around us has changed, what can you do and what part of that spark that's you? And in your business, can you keep alive maybe a different way? maybe a different customer, maybe a different delivery system. But what, what is that spark, that catalyst that started that, that business uh, vision? And, and, um, and again, baby steps. We, we need not worry about the rest of the journey, but at least start somewhere. I like to take a, an aspirational view to either that discussion about what to do during times of challenge or even going back to the previous discussion about um, strategic planning or making personal priorities for, you know, for the year ahead. 
um, starting with the end in mind and starting with an aspirational viewpoint about what am I moving toward is what I would encourage people to think about. Um, if you're thinking big picture to that, to that really wonderful picture of ideal state, then make decisions every day to the best of your ability that honor you moving towards that goal. Um, if you start from a state of what, what's my step tomorrow without having a view to where you're going, you're just going to be taking baby steps to, to anywhere. If you have no direction, you're getting a car, the car will just go anywhere. Set your coordinates, think aspirationally to keep you motivated towards what you're moving towards. And knowing that decisions made in alignment with that will help to really ensure um, maximal performance, optimal motivation, more satisfaction. I mean, you, you've set the goal. And if you're making decisions that are honoring that goal, it's very fulfilling. It's very rewarding. And at a time where there's a lot of challenge, we all need a little bit of inspiration and, you know, satisfaction. Absolutely. That is great advice. And Vanya, how can folks reach reach out to you? Where can they find you on social media? Um, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, Vanya Sacalaris. They'll find me on Instagram. I'm a big uh, I'm a big fan of quotes, and every morning I'll quote I'll throw up some quotes of the day. That's something that's, that I've used all my life to frame my thinking, to frame my papers, to frame my react my actions. And so I'll pick a theme, and I you know those who need a jot in the arm uh, are welcome to follow me there. And um, I and so you, you can reach me through either of those links. I also have a website, but so I've created a digital presence. Um, so there's many ways in, no wrong door. <laughs> oh, I love that. And as mentioned, I'm going to snap our photos so I can post it. <laughs> and um, as you know, Talk Shoe is live and recorded. So once we're done, it will upload. And once it's uploaded, I'll post it. And I'll probably post our photos um, tomorrow. And I'm just trying to get this straight. Make sure my hands are straight. And you can just smile and look pretty. <laughs> and I took a, quite a few. So let's see. Oh, I think we're good. And I want to thank you because, you know, we did talk um, before we did the show. And um, you you definitely add value because you said you're now you do things now because you want to do them, not because you have to do them in business and in your personal life. And once you heard my story, you were saying, sure, definitely. I will, I will definitely do this for you. So I want to thank you. And as I was saying before, um, you Canadians are just, you guys are just such fabulous people because you're just warm and accommodating, and and I truly appreciate you for taking the time out to do this today. And so I want to thank our guests um, that tuned in to listen, and uh, probably in about 30 minutes or so, this will be posting on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, all those great places. Of course, I'll tag you. So I'll say both you ladies have a wonderful and fabulous day. And Fanya, I'm so glad that we are connected. Thank you so much. Likewise. And thank you for doing what you're doing for so many. And, and I wish you continued success and look forward to keeping in touch. Thank you. The same to you. Okay. Bye-bye everyone. Have a good thank day. Thank you. Be well. You too. Thank you. You Cheers. too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
the laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.